This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hey, this is Arvind Yuvaraj and you're listening to a special episode of Resource Center, part of a series that we are running in conjunction with Industrial Transformation Asia Pacific or ITAP that's happening from the 22nd to the 24th of November as a hybrid event. ITAP gathers industry leaders to showcase innovations and upcoming trends that will serve as drivers of the fourth industrial revolution of IR 4.0. As such, joining us on the show today is Malachi Martin, Global Director, Center of Excellence digital supply chain at SAP. SAP, of course, is one of the world's leading software producers for the management of business processes and is known for developing solutions that enhance data processing and information flow across organizations. The company has more than 230 million cloud users and boasts the largest cloud portfolio of any provider. Welcome to the show, Maliki. Um, I want to start by asking you about the supply chain specifically, especially over the last year or couple of years. How has Industry 4.0 technology impacted the supply chain process when many businesses were forced to rethink their strategies? Yeah, that, uh, that's a great question, Arvind. Uh, first off, I think it's important to understand what is Industry 4. And um, there's been a massive amount of technical change and invention in the last few years and some people still call it emerging tech um, and I'm thinking about things like artificial intelligence, machine learning, you know, augmented reality, advanced analytics, the internet of things, etc. A, a lot of these are now actually reality and they're changing how materials and products and services are made and exchanged, right? Uh, this, this is a pretty big shift and it's changing productivity through automation on, on a scale and perhaps a scope and complexity that's different than anything we've, we've seen before. And manufacturing has also changed, right? The focus is no longer on capacity, but on the ability to respond quickly to consumer needs and market changes while still controlling costs and quality, right? And up until fairly recently, the supply chain uh, was really measured by efficiency, but today there are new trends that, that are that are presenting complex challenges in, in, in supply chain and manufacturing, right? And in the last 18 to 24 months, we've witnessed a period of, of what some call is unrivaled disruption, where an organization's supply chain has become either its its strongest or in fact its its weakest link, right? Those Businesses that have been agile and resilient in their supply chain have managed to succeed, while, while others who've been slow to adopt a digital transformation have struggled and in some cases are, are, are looking like they're going to fall even further behind. So Industry 4 is offering a, a, a holistic approach, I would suppose, to both these long-term and short-term obstacles uh, to growth and productivity. What are some of the challenges of adopting Industry 4.0 tech and practices in older companies specifically, and, and how can they overcome these challenges? Yeah, that, that's a very interesting question, one we, we've had to deal with before. Uh, and it's especially, I guess, it depends on what your definition of older is. You know, um, The main implementation barriers, whether it's in an old or a, a new company, in, in fact, in every company, are those you typically associate with any radical transformation. I'm, I'm thinking of the production systems, the project management, the management leadership and sponsorship, 
you know, logistics, design, and of course, IT. Those, those types of IT tech that I mentioned earlier raise concerns around data privacy, cybersecurity, etc. And there's a perceived lack of standards with respect to those, even though I, Industry 4 has been around for a long time. Another main obstacle for many of the customers is, is the total cost of operations, right? The cost of ownership and uh, the cost of manually integrating the worlds of hardware and software, right? So not everyone was and, and remains convinced by the economic benefits of Industry 4. And, and the human resources impact in terms of talent and capability within an organization is also a big worry. So a lot of organizations fell into the pilot trap, for want of a better expression, in the past, and they never truly embarked on a transformation. We, we understand their data, we understand their operations, and we've helped establish industry bodies like the, the Open Industry for Alliance to drive standardization and execution across the industry. And of course, we also engage with our, our partner ecosystem to drive productivity increases with Industry 4 all the way from inception through to reality. Yeah. How is SAP helping its customers on, on that journey that you just mentioned? Like, Do you have any uh, real-world examples? Yeah, well, right right at the very start of any digital transformation conversation, we we offer what we refer to as an industry 4.0 maturity assessment. So this this assessment is helping organizations to evaluate their digital process maturity and it looks across five dimensions. They're they're the foundation of their business. Um what are the pillars of our industry 4 strategy, which is intelligent products intelligent factories, intelligent assets, and empowered people. And this helps us very quickly to identify where and how to embed solutions that will have the biggest impact uh, and the biggest business outcome. SAP has, as you would imagine, we've guided many companies to successfully adopt Industry 4 and make it work. Uh, One of our biggest strengths is our ability to deeply embed uh, the, the wealth of information around the machines, the sensors, and the device data into business applications, all the way from engineering to logistics and manufacturing and maintenance and service, and therefore significantly improve the end-to-end business process. Recently, um, a joint venture between Porsche and Schuler called Smart Press Shop has leveraged uh, Industry 4 tech from SEP to, to set a, a new milestone in, in automotive production. And they've, they've established a greenfield plant that showcases the art of the possible for automotive component manufacturing. They've, they've gone for a cloud-first strategy. Um, they've built core enterprise ERP, manufacturing execution systems, and they've digitized the product from start to finish entirely in the cloud using 100% green energy. And it's one of the first organizations to implement SEP's digital manufacturing cloud for execution solution alongside our S4 HANA cloud worldwide to provide 100% traceable production from raw materials from uh, start to finish part. Someone the other day, I heard them comment that Heraclit is this mantra of change being the only constant should be rewritten as disruption is the only constant, right? It's, It's uncertain what the future holds, but it's very clear that Transparency and resiliency and sustainability are going to be key to navigating any threats to productivity uh, that 
you know, these unforeseen global disasters have highlighted recently. Industry 4 uh, will be key driver for ensuring that we manage this disruption effectively uh, in order to maintain that resilient and sustainable supply chain. You know, we talk about this on the station quite a lot, but are the concerns about Industry 4.0 automation taking away jobs um, valid? Like, are those fears valid? And, and how can companies respond to that sort of concern? Yeah, well, it, it again, another very good point. Uh, it, there is definite concern out there. Uh, but empowered people is one of the four key pillars of our Industry 4 initiative, alongside, as I mentioned, intelligent factories, products and assets. We're never going to replace the people or take the human out of the process. The key thing is that we can automate uh, predictable tasks and we can mitigate risk through technology uh, and that highly skilled workers can then move to high value, complex decision-making tasks that are are further up the chain. Each, Each individual can achieve more and ultimately the business can remain competitive and innovative. People will always be the center. It doesn't matter how much automation you adopt or how you go about increasing AI integration, for example. There will always be tasks that only a human can actually execute on. In fact, as as we do more automation, there's an even higher complexity of decision-making that that requires human input. Um, What we mean by empowered people, therefore, is empowering individuals to be agile in the moment, right? The whole concept of ethos surrounds organizing data, whether that comes internally or externally, to make it more insightful and, and more, more actionable. You know, if you look at what happened in the Suez Canal blockage earlier this year, it's a great example. Hundreds of experts were drafted in really quickly and worked around the clock to try and figure a way to, to move the ever-given container ship uh, out of the sand, as it were. The dredgers, the excavators, the tugboats, the pilots, they all had to pull their information together. And they realized that they could actually refloat the ship within five days and get it back on uh, sailing again. If you go back 20 or perhaps maybe even 10 years, that information would have been inside people's heads or in lots of different places. And instead, the situation would have taken weeks to, to, to fix. So that's a really good illustration where Industry 4 can bring all of the technology enablers to empower people to make much better and more informed decisions. You know, you mentioned uh, resiliency and, and sustainability. What types of Industry 4.0 solutions are available for sustainability specifically? Well, I think it's one of the most current issues uh, that everyone's trying to address, not just at SEP. Uh, I think we all watched, I'm sure with earnest, the, the COP26 activities over the last couple of weeks. And there's no doubt that climate change, the circular economy and sustainability have all come to the forefront over the last few years. The global supply chains sit right in the middle of these challenges, whether it's as a major contributor to the problems uh, or as a, as a way to fix the issues, right? And, and, and really, we have to address these problems. 20 years ago, the word sustainability was something I think we all would have associated with the eco-friendliness, right? Today, it's a much more holistic term, right? We're thinking about green. We're thinking about embracing the circular supply chain and transparency, as I've mentioned a couple of times. When we look at thinking green businesses are now saying, how, how can we find resilient solutions to this green environment issue uh, where whilst also still trying to grow profit within the supply chain? You think of circular, right? How are we going to design products 
that can be disassembled or reduced to their raw material and remade as resellable products, but also helping to us to recoup the costs in the process. And then in terms of transparency, it's really important that the whole network is transparent, right? So at SCP, we've embraced an end-to-end sustainability mission as part of our solution strategy uh, to meet our customers' needs. This addresses three key pillars, some call this the triple bottom line of economic, social, and environmental, which ultimately then leads to our focus for the customer around profit, planet, and people. Design, plan, source, manufacture, deliver, operate, they're all key tenets of our digital supply chain strategy uh, underpinned by our Industry 4 technology. We've, we've just launched a new product, SAP Responsible Di- Design and Production, which is a solution for designing products that are sustainably and transitioning us to a circular economy. This solution helps companies gain a better visibility by design almost of material throws through their processes, including tracking and complying with rapidly changing regulations, and also especially concerning the product packaging and the plastics used. This is one of several areas where SEP is bringing transparency and traceability and change based on Industry 4. After all, SEP's customers generate 87% of the total global commerce market. Our, our machine learning, Internet of Things, advanced analytics technologies are helping our customers to to transition towards a much more sustainable and intelligent enterprise. You know, we mentioned that this is in conjunction with uh, ITAP. So what is SAP's involvement and participation at ITAP going to be like? Yeah, so again, it's great to be participating at ITAP again, and we're, we're delighted to participate in ITAP 2021. Uh, we, we see this as the region's flagship Industry 4 event. It's, it's a key event in our calendar uh, because it serves multiple industry sectors and also multiple market needs. Uh, and of course, it has a, a power-packed lineup of uh, presenters and experts. Uh, our, our own Paul Marriott, our, our president of SEP and APJ, and Graham Conlon, our head of digital supply chain, will be uh, involved in the thought leadership sessions on day one. Uh, Lagnajit Patnik, our uh, regional director and head of Cloud ERP, and Andy Hancock, our global vice president of Center Excellence for Digital Supply Chain will be involved in the expert sessions and the keynotes on day two. Um, We also have a digital sandbox featuring myself uh, and other key executives, key podcasts like this one, and our digital booth and other upcoming web engagement sessions will, of course, be present. Uh, We we also finally will be inviting participants to a special experience uh, session at the end of each day, uh, a live virtual innovation tour of our Experience Center in Singapore and also our Industry 4 hub in Waldorf. Uh, this is really a perfect opportunity, ITAP 2021, to lead strategic conversations with our customers, uh, revving up digital transformation momentum and building foundation for next generation intelligent, resilient and sustainable supply chains and operations. Maliki, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed the conversation and thanks for the opportunity to speak. It was nice having you too. Um, That was Maliki Martin, Global Director, Center of Excellence at SAP. You can learn more about ITAP at industrial-transformation.com. This is the fourth and final episode in this series highlighting prominent drivers of IR 4.0 that will also be at ITAP this year. 
but all previous episodes featuring Microsoft, TPM, and Matrade can be streamed on the BFM website, BFM app, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast from. This has been Resource Center on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.